Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 952. Sunday late afternoon here in Melbourne, Australia. And I've just finished recording an amazing, amazing interview on the Mental Toughness and Body Show. And it's episode 200. And it's an interview with Natalie Cook, Olympic gold medal mindset. Oh, I could have spoken to her for the whole day. She's an amazing, amazing person. Go and have a listen to that one over the next, oh, I'll say 36 hours, just to give time in the US for them to upload it uh, for me. But that's well worth listening to. It's so compelling. Um, so today, I'll tell you a life in the, uh, sorry, a day in the life of me uh, over the weekend. Following on from yesterday, I was talking about work-life balance uh, today, Sunday, is the only day of the week I get to sleep in. And uh, the body clock naturally wakes up early. But in getting up early, normally, uh, I, I just wake up. Normally get up, go to the loo, jump back into bed, manage to get back to sleep. So I think I had eight to eight and a half hours sleep overnight, uh, which was just absolutely magnificent and having said that so I got up I was feeling really energized feeling really good and uh, today was leg day now leg day is incredibly painful and it's the first leg day of my new program so um, I knew that it was, it was going to hurt. because It's not that I haven't been training legs, but I haven't been training legs heavy and doing it in a way uh, that I would be doing with today's workout. So I'll walk you through it. I start out with a double leg press. So I use a 45-degree angle leg press in my studio. There's something about the one that's at the gym that's different. I've really got to get the right angles on, on, um, on the leg press. Otherwise, I feel it through my my knees and I've worked it out over the years where my best uh, setup is here and uh, yeah I did it pain free in my joints anyway so I got up to 240 kilos today by 10 reps and uh, that was all I wanted to get to today so I haven't been going that heavy my heaviest on it is I think it's 280 kilos um, at the peak of my training last year, but I'm getting back into it. So we can't get straight back to 280. I probably could have done 280 if I did a few more sets and just done a few reps of it. But my goal at the moment is to do no less than nine reps. And well, I got in 10, so I probably could have gone 245, maybe 250 even. Uh, but then I do single leg, uh, leg press on the 45 degree angle leg press. Now, I think my best on that is 110, something like that. I went to 85 kilos today uh, by, I think I did 10 reps. And then I do single leg uh, uh, calf raises on the leg press machine again. So I'm in there for like 45 minutes, pretty much. And I think I got up to 85 kilos on that. And then I do um, stiff leg deadlifts as well, which help. Uh, work the hamstring. So it's a really, really uh, big day in terms of workout and load. And that might not sound like many exercises, but here's the thing. Most people overtrain, and I'm continually telling a bunch of my clients, you are training too much. They will, 
uh, you know, go for a run every day. They will um, do extra workouts on the sessions in between men. They might see me three times a week. And it's like, you're doing too much. I said, what are you trying to achieve? And I said, oh, I just want to be able to do it. I said, well, you're training too much. And then they don't match the eating to match the training. So people are under eating and over training. And that's what makes it really hard to achieve gains. So you've got to be really, really scientific about it, which is um, why I train this way. And my coach wants me to, if anything, under train a little bit. Um, so under training to me would probably be doing um, just the three exercises. And how many sets do I do? Well, I do five, believe it or not, five warm-up sets on the leg press before I then, so my legs are then properly warmed up. I then do two heavy sets on the leg press. I then do three sets on each leg for my single leg press. I do three sets for my calf raises and I do three sets for my stiff leg deadlifts. Um, he says because of my lifestyle and with my food and everything that he's happy for me to handle that load at the moment. But I can tell you by the end of my session this morning, I was exhausted, like literally exhausted. I could have gone to sleep. I was that tired. Uh, but I had to keep moving because I was um, planning my interview with Natalie, which was supposed to be at 11 a.m. She's in Brisbane, 11 a.m. their time, 12 p.m. my time. And um, she had something come up. So we had to put it off by uh, three hours. So I had to get unchanged. And then I did have a, um, after my meals, I had a sleep uh, for about 20 minutes, which helped freshen me up a little bit. And it's been a bit of a, a bit of a lazy day, apart from the, the interviews and a, a little bit of work and sending an email to my coach about my uh, performance this week. It's been pretty quiet. Um, I think upon reflection, because my work, working week is so intense, um, like I was looking at my calendar uh, just for tomorrow and I've had to reschedule some things, uh, unfortunately, but um, my, my week is so busy and it gets busier next week because I've picked up uh, two, uh, two more clients. So it's about another five, yeah, five, five more sessions and actually potentially seven more sessions and it's just getting busier and busier i'm back to back to back to back to back uh, pretty much all day so it, it makes it it makes it challenging uh for me to have any downtime through the day so by the time it gets to the weekend i'm like i'm falling into a little bit of a heap and that's what i feel has happened over these last couple of days so um the weekends when i don't have the kids I'm trying to do a little bit less and trying to relax a little bit more and trying to just give back to myself. So I figure, well, tonight I'm going to have a bath. I didn't have one last night. I just went to bed earlier. I'm going to have a bath tonight, relax, unwind a little bit and just, and just chill and enjoy, uh, enjoy the time uh, that I have before my day starts at 4.55 tomorrow morning. So um, it's busy, busy, busy. Are there some things that I have wanted to do over the weekend that I haven't? Uh, yes, there have been a couple of uh, work things. I mean, there's always stuff to do, but I've also been reflecting on the fact that, man, it's only a matter of hours away before my day or week starts again. It's super busy tomorrow. Um, I just need to give myself some time to let the, the brain continue to unwind and de-stress. And 
I didn't know it was on today, but the, um, the National Road uh, Cycling Championships are on in Buninyong, which is just out of Ballarat in central Victoria. Um, they, they were on, and they're still on right now, actually. There's just under seven kilometres to go before the race, race finishes. And so I usually watch that each year. So I've been watching a little bit of that. Um, it's interesting. Some of the big names just aren't there this year uh, because of COVID and stuff. So it still uh, looks like an exciting uh, finish to it, though. It's always a good race. Um, it's got a bit of sentimental value because my dad, who's uh, no longer with us, he used to drive the lead car for this for many, many years. And so we used to go across and, you know, watch it and spend some time with that afterwards. One year I actually rode Emily around on the back of my bike back in the days when they allowed, before the race started, uh, allowed uh, the public to, to ride around the course. And I had Emily in the baby seat riding around. Man, it's a tough course. I tell you, they go around, I think it's 16 times. Me getting around at once, the climb, my goodness, man. And the speed that they race up, and I got Emily on the back, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. I'm just doing it once. Um, but yeah, I did it. She had fun sitting there on the back. I had runners passing me. That's how slow I was going up the hill. Uh, but anyway, I didn't train for her or anything. I just thought, oh, that'd be fun for her. Let's just jump on the, on the back. I think we ended up in a paper somewhere. Um, because I was the only person riding around with a child on the back. So anyway, we had fun. So yeah, I like to watch it for a bit of sentimental uh, keepsakes. There's uh, just under six Ks to go. So I'm going to finish this soon so I can watch the end of the race, see how it's playing out. And uh, yeah, whatever you're doing today, I hope you're taking some time out yourself. Um, plan the week ahead, set yourself up for success, rest up because Monday's coming. First full week of uh, back at school for most of the kids here in Australia last week. So, um, you know, I think it, it'll be just ramped up a little bit more this week because uh, homework will be coming. It didn't really come last week, but I think it'll be certainly coming this week. So, yeah, it's a big, big time for them. So have a great lead into the rest of the week and I'll see you tomorrow. Today's recording has a PS because I just finished watching the, uh, the Australian titles and there's a couple of messages that come away from it. One, an incredible finish and as the commentators are saying, it's probably the best finish that they've ever had for an Australian championships. Here's the thing that I think we can all learn from athletes, which is why I, I'm fascinated not necessarily by the sport, but it's the mindset that sits behind it. And when you listen to my interview on the Mental Toughness and Body Show with uh, Nat Cook that I did earlier today, uh, you'll, you'll get an, an insight into what Olympic gold medal mindset looks like. And just listening to these guys too, there are so many ways that we can take their mindset and their feats into our own life to achieve greatness for ourselves. So, and to give you some background, this, um, this course that they race around, it's got um, a downhill section, it's got an uphill section. As I said, I've been riding around it as well, as my cats in the background kill each other. Um, and it's, uh, they, do, they race 16 laps around it. It's incredibly, incredibly tough course. Oh, they continue to kill each other. I guess they'll sort themselves out. Um, oh, and it's continuing to go. Will you two cut it out?
Oh, gee. What are they doing? My goodness. Where are they? Where are they? Gee. Whiskers. Leave him alone. Leave her alone. Gee. Talk about nasty business. What is wrong with you? Why are you being so mean to your sister? Leave her alone. Um, anyway, what we can learn from them is this event, the, uh, the, the guy that won it, the four laps prior to the end of the race, they were behind him and his partner. Now, cycling is a team event. It's not just, um, you know, it's not just for an individual. It's, a, it's very much a team event. And what happens is that the, uh, the, they normally have a strategy. So one will ride for the other. So uh, there was one, effectively they sacrifice themselves for, uh, you know, the other one because they'll be under team directions. They'll have a discussion amongst themselves on the road, who's feeling better, etc., etc. Uh, so one guy was riding for the other one and covering moves made by everybody else, etc. And they, they'd been behind and playing catch-up for the last four laps. And uh, Cameron Myers, his name, awesome rider, he ended up winning just by a fraction of a wheel uh, from another guy. And when you hear the emotion in the voices at the end, uh, he's saying, I don't know, he said, we pulled that from the ashes. He said, I don't know how we managed to win that. Uh, but he said, look, coming into the last 100 metres, he said, I was legless. He said, I know how much pain you have to put yourself into to get there. And it's the mindset of what that all looks like to be able to achieve this greatness. And you feel for the people that come second and third and those that come fourth because they've all put in so much hard work, but it's that extra focus, that extra willingness to push no matter what. And they interviewed the guy that was writing for him, Luke Durbridge, and he said, um, you know, this team just never gives up. We never give up. And I think if you take that through you with life, and you say, do you know what? I've got myself a goal and I'm just not going to give up no matter what. That's my closing thought for a Sunday. See you tomorrow.